grab a beer. We'll put college football in your ear. Let's rock and roll. I got mine. Welcome back, Big Ten backers. We got a Big Ten-ass show for you. Man, oh man. Please hit those likes, shares, tag your friends. Let's get it on. We're going to hit those comments. Make sure you get us with your comments. We're working about there each segment. But, man, oh, man, we got some big news for you. Big rumors for you. Maybe not news. But anyways, Florida State to the big. Rumors are wild. What you got for me, Beef? This rumor, it's got some legs. And Florida State, I think they're a good fit for the Big Ten, at least monetarily speaking, and getting in a new recruiting base, bringing it in to Florida. Man, when there's smoke, there's fire, and this fire has some TPs set around it. I think Florida State's coming. I think it's a done deal. The question is, usually these come in two, and who's coming? Some people say Clemson. I just don't see Clemson as a good fit to the Big Ten. I don't know what you think about it, but to me, that is an SEC team. I mean, it just screams SEC to me. I don't think they're coming. I think it's more likely a Miami or North Carolina that joins the Big Ten. But Florida State is all but a done deal. Wait for the first couple months of 2024, and we're going to see it happen. And I think it'll be great. I think Florida State, really, it just pushed them over the edge to get left out of the college football playoffs. And they're blaming it on the ACC. They're blaming it on a smaller money conference. Uh the Big Ten, the SEC are probably going to be AFC, NFC, like the NFL. Those those programs are just going to build. Those conferences are going to build. And the big programs are going to want in on it. They're going to want that money. That money means a lot. I mean, you can travel more. You can build your facilities. You can pay the NIL. You can pay the players, which is coming around the corner, too, according to the NCAA uh, possible rule changes. So things are coming around the corner where it's all going to take more money. And guess what? Everyone likes the Benjamins. What do you think, AJ? You think someone else is coming along with them? I think if they come, there's definitely someone coming along with them. It could be very intriguing who that might be. I mean, there's a lot of options out there. You got Georgia Tech. You got North Carolina. I mean, you got Clemson, Notre Dame, Miami. I mean, if you're taking Florida State, Miami's a a good draw. Then you're talking about enhancing the recruiting for the Big Ten as well. Obviously, Florida State's pissed, man. They're pissed at the ACC. They've been mad at the ACC since the beginning of this season. They're upset with the playoff committee and feeling like the ACC doesn't have their back or nor the, the load power of a conference that pushed them over the hump as an undefeated team to get in the playoffs. There's a lot of motivation to get into the Big Ten. There's a lot of push to make more money. The buyout, I think as I read, is $40 million, which – isn't really all that bad when you think about the money that you'll make from being in the Big Ten. For sure. I can They've done their due diligence in the offseason, too. I mean, they were already planning for this. So the offseason, they, they, I think they hired J.P. Morgan to try to help them financially have a plan for how to get there, how to make more money. Um, there was some kind of backdoor way that they were going to make money and be able to get out of that grant rights. But... I think they're still going to have to pay it, at least for now. But it's worth it to them, right? I mean, yeah, just- you talk about $40 million and you're trading that for how much? How much down the road? I know it's a big kind of hit up front, but down the road, yeah. man, it pays off easy. 
for I sure. Mean, I mean, they're how talking big about can Big Ten get before it's it's too big, man. Too big. It's never too big. It's never right? too big in the big. <laughs> That's what she's. You know, right? I think it's just heading that direction where it's just going to be the big schools, the the blue bloods almost, and then a few of the other ones that were left over in the conferences that are just the lucky few, right? Yeah, I think we're heading to an AFC NFC type college football, and I think the SEC and the Big Ten is going to be that model. I mean, mm-hmm. you looked at the NCAA already proposing a new Division One, which is going to separate the bigger schools from kind of your mid power five schools. It's kind of interesting to see what college football is going to be in the next five years. If that man, like Florida state makes this move, you're looking at probably 2025 if they try to make that jump, which is insane. I mean, look how much movements happened over the last three years in college football. And now here we are again. I don't think expansion talk is going to end anytime soon. It's just who's going to get left out when it's all said and done. Kind of crazy. Absolutely. And do you blame Florida State for wanting to move? No, absolutely not. I mean, there was multiple reasons. One, the money that they're making in the ACC versus the Big Ten. And two, get left out of the playoffs and you want to join the big boys, right? I mean, look at the schedule that these Big Ten teams are going to have and the SEC schools are going to have. Excited. Compared to the Big 12, compared to the ACC, like, come on now. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. you know. You want in on that, man. Whether that's the SEC or the Big Ten, you can't go wrong. And you know Fox, and you know Fox, and you know ESPN want those big games too. They want to rake in that cash. Oh, no doubt. And like, man, you imagine Northwestern is going to make more money than a school like Florida State, a school like Miami. Yeah, (laughs) that's insane, man. It's crazy. Northwestern, Maryland, Rutgers, all making way, way, way more money, man. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Prime. Let's move man. on, man. Let, let's get to hey, maybe Iowa. Maybe Iowa will get an offensive coordinator. Yeah, I, making I that money. Know. Maybe if uh, old Ferentz retires and and they bring in a whole new coaching staff, but he's he's mad, man. His boy didn't get it done. His boy don't get the job. Time maybe to move on. What job. else we got? We we got some hot takes. We got to listen to. We got. We check don't have out. any hot takes just yet, but we're going to talk about Dylan Rayola. Oh. Dylan, Man, he is crystal ball to Nebraska. His uncle just got a five-year extension at Nebraska. And now the crystal balls are flowing in from him to flip from Georgia to Nebraska. This is his, this would be his fourth commitment. How many commitments can you make before a commitment's a commitment? Good this Lord. guy is the definition of flip. Man, he's been everywhere. Listen to this. Royola, he can't stick around to any commitment he's ever made in his life. Hopefully he never gets married because his wife is going to be pissed. He started off in Burleson, Texas, transferred. This is in high school, mind you, to Chandler, Arizona, tried to transfer to Pinnacle right across town in Phoenix, but then realized he would have to sit out a year because of Arizona state rules. So then he transfers to Buford High School in Georgia to be with his uh teammates that were going to be at georgia he was going to be a bulldog but during this time in arizona he committed to ohio state switched to georgia now he's transferring from georgia to nebraska i can't even keep this shit straight he has had more schools than a vegas night woman has had partners (laughs) he's a definition of moving on man oh yeah i mean man they should make songs about this kid He's a rambling man. He is a country song. (laughs) 
can't stick right. in one spot. No, nah, man, I mean, this would be huge for Nebraska, man. There's we'll talk about a little bit more later, but Nebraska getting a number one QB overall out of high school. Like, come on, Matt Rule. Matt Rule started yeah. playing games. He always loses, always plays, always struggles a little bit in his first season. But after that, man, he starts rocking and rolling. And a big commit like this, you probably do wish you get this commitment a little earlier so you can kind of build a class around him. I think that's about yeah. the only thing that might hurt him. But, man, if they get this commitment, he does flip from Georgia to Nebraska and sticks with it because stick with it's key with this guy. Watch out. Oh, yeah. Can, can Rule keep him around? That's the big question. If he does come there, does he stay? They need to reel in the transfers. You should be able to transfer once on your own accord and any other time if a coach leaves. And that's it. Oh, every time I mean, a coach, if a coach leaves, uh, the window opens for 30 days for the transfer portal. We're going to talk about the transfer portal for sure after this. Let's get some that. comments, man. We're, we're going to we're gonna address a couple of comments we got here. Let's go. Let's see. Jack Q, SEC is staying the Southeast. This is a national strategy of the Big Ten. It's baffling. I think he's, I think he's right, man. Like there's some. Yeah. But what did the big 10 have? We're trying to expand. Where do they go? I mean, you're not going to be ringing any more big brands in the Midwest. I mean, they're, they're just not touching any. I mean, what are you going to do? Go try to steal a Tennessee. That's not happening. I mean, what else? Pig high to say, what's up? What's up, Greg? How we doing? What's up, Greg? That's my boy. I don't know what GBR is. What's GBR, man? I don't really know. <laughs> what is GBR? Yeah, uh, yeah. Bring it back. No idea what GBR is. Maybe I should know that. <laughs> yeah, no, no clue either. But hey, man, let's talk about this Chiefs game. I know a lot of people uh, in Chiefs country a little mad at some some zebras, but I oh, don't yeah. know. I don't know. Let's play. let's see that play on the play might be a free one they've got kelsey at the 30 kelsey oh shit angling back 20 now he's gonna lateral it back oh, look great. at that throw man that was beautiful 10, 10, guy 10, in the same QB. Yeah. this this guy is offside Kadarius tony offside man by the offense lined up in the neutral zone one of the most exciting plays man is this team is wiped <laughs> off the board and a five-yard penalty Dude, could you imagine if that was you? <laughs> if you I were the dude that made that. that play? Oh, man. That's the most unprofessional shit I've ever seen. Look at him, man. You're taught, you're taught in Pee Wee and Pop Warner. Hey, check with the sideline ref. Am I, am I good? Apparently, from other videos we talked to people, there's a video of him actually checking with the sideline ref. But then he scoots up another three feet, and he's off sides. I mean... It's elementary football. You got to be able to do that. You got to know where you're at on the field. I'd be pissed. If I was a teammate of him, I'd be pissed. I mean, you're a professional football player. You don't make mistakes like that. Yeah, I mean, you just line up on the tackle, man. Just find the tackle, line up on his foot. You're good to go. But what do you feel about them attacking the refs, man? Like, how do you feel about that? That's just our bullshit society, man. Blame everyone else for your stupid mistakes. Yeah, I mean, you got to have accountability. Like, you should be kind of talking to your wide receiver on this one. Soft ass yep. Kansas City, man. Like, come on. That's not the rest, man. He was he was way offsides. If that was a defense end, say the defense end lined up that offsides, had no mm-hmm. part in the play at all, and there was a remarkable interception. Guess what? They're calling it back. So if you're offense and you're offsides, you should get the same act, same exact treatment. Absolutely yeah, the- by the Kansas City coach. 
and everybody to be freaking out about this much to his arrest. Well, how but, much would we see it if they didn't call it? Like he was blatantly offsides. Why didn't they call it? So yeah, the like, rest in now. a shitty situation. If it's that blatant, you got to call it. I know the NFL loves their offense, and I know football loves their offense. But come on, man, come on. Like that's some that's some tireless BS to be blaming the rest for something that blatant. Rule number one: Don't be an idiot. <laughs> and he broke it. He broke broke it. the rule. But man, let's go play. It is a damn shame that that play got taken back. I understand people's frustration, but it's not at the refs in this particular case. Nope. It's on nope. that wide receiver. Man, I don't let's know move what you do to that wide receiver. We had the Army yeah. versus Navy game over the weekend. One of the best rivalries in all of college football. What you got on this one, man? B, man? This was a good game, too. Well, it was kind of a slow game, but. Dude, this is an American tradition. You listen to any broadcaster who hasn't been to that game. They are clamoring to get out there. I mean, like salivating to be able to call this game, uh, to be able to be in the stadium for this game. Any serious college football fan should want to attend this. This is a bucket list opportunity. And I keep telling myself that, too. I'm in the same boat. I need to go to this damn game. Well, guess what? I haven't been, and it's just out of lack of effort. This time next year, I'm fucking going. Are you in? Big 10 backers are going to be in the house. Yeah, we're going. It's happening. And hopefully we can interview some cadets, man. How do you get into the cadet section? How (laughs) fucking sweet would that be? We've always found a way. We've always found a way. But, I mean. It was a top 10 ticket. In Gillette Stadium oh. history, man. How about that? That's impressive. That's crazy. That's impressive. Yeah. And this game was uh, a little wild, man. Like, not Army kind of controlled the game. They held a 17-3 lead heading into the fourth quarter. There was a 44-yard they had, fumble recovery. It was ten they, to it was ten to zero after the third quarter. Mm-hmm. And then Navy started Damn. reeling them in, man. But Army got that 44-yard fumble recovery for a touchdown. Then Navy started reeling them in. There was a fourth and goal stand at the freaking one-yard line. Army had to stop them. They get the ball back. They run out the back of the end zone, give up a safety on purpose, and get a backdoor cover for all them folks who put money on the under in this game. And under has been historically good for this game. So, ooh, that one had to hurt probably for a lot of people. 49-1 and for over-under. Yeah, it's always 49 times out of 50. It has been under and we all said it, too. I mean, we lost our butts on that as well, Um, all because (laughs) fucking quarterbacks like, yo, I'm just going to step out. I'm not going to throw the incomplete pass, which would be very easy to do. And the time would run out. But he's going to step out of the end zone. Give him two points. Thanks, Tyson. I'm glad you thought Damn you, Tyson. Tyson. (laughs) I even named my dog Tyson. Now I'm pissed at my dog. He's had that name for how many years? 13. Oh, we got to change it. Yeah. Tyson, you got a new name, buddy. It's going to have to be Buster. But yeah, Buster man, what Douglas a good game. instead. A little interesting down down the end there where Navy almost had a chance to, to you know, get that get that touchdown and a two-point conversion to tie it. But let's talk about the Heisman Trophy winner, man. Let's talk about Jaden Daniels taking the most prestigious award in college football home. Back to LSU. Joe let's see what he style. did. He was let's a monster. Let's see what he did Talk first. Let's, let's, you want to see what he did? Yeah, let's, let's see, see what, what he, he did, did first. 
I want to see those highlights, bro. You got it, man. Here's some of his 2023 Ooh. highlights. Ole Miss. Ooh. Dropping that in All the right. basket, man. Who's this? Georgia State? Yep. Mm. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm just making fun of him. All his stats were against <laughs> Georgia State. What was it? Army and uh, Grambling? Man, a guy like him, man, he's got wheels and and he's accurate, man. Like he drops these things in the basket, man. And I will say, I will say, looking back, um, that Alabama game was impressive. The amount of rushing yards he had, I think it was one sixty eight, something like that. And he got knocked out in the fourth quarter, start of the fourth quarter. Can't remember exactly when, but he still probably would have had two hundred yards rushing and may have had a chance to win that game if he made it all the way through. The old Miss game, man, like he played his ass off, ass off, and the defense let him down. You imagine you paired him with like a defensive team. <laughs> Good night, son. Look at yeah, that man, he was wide open. He was tearing it up all over the place. Fifty touchdowns, nearly five thousand total yards in one season. Like people won't even get that in their freaking career. But listen to this. 14 touchdowns against Georgia State, Army, and Grambling, including 961 yards in those games. I mean, take those away. It's still good. I'll give you that. But it just doesn't feel like a Heisman to me this year. I would still give it to the Phoenix, even with all these good plays that we're seeing. The argument for the Phoenix, I mean, he had... The argument against the Phoenix, I guess I should say, is he had a few bad games. But so did Jay and Daniels. And... Everyone has a few bad games. What mattered for me was the Phoenix in the big games. He showed out. He came to play. Won those two big games against Oregon. Put the team on his back against Washington. Stayed in the rain and had to win it um, a different way. You know, running. Are you the ball telling me he shouldn't have been the Heisman winner? You, you serious? I, you serious, Clark? I'm, I'm still going with the Phoenix man. man He's got his crazy. team primed in the playoffs, ready to win a national title. That's who I like. I mean. Come on, I'm you got to get a little Why does Penix stick? Why does Penix deserve this over Jaden Daniels? I mean, look because he played players. big in the big games. The highlights, come on now. Yeah, but if we put up the highlights of the Phoenix, we'd see the same thing. I don't think you see the same exact thing. You and he played it. He played. He played and built up stats against the nobodies, the Georgia States, the Armies, the Gramblings. Phoenix had his biggest stats in his biggest games. Ah oh, man, you're crazy. You crazy. Crazy as hell, nah. man. I'm I'm still I'm still on the Phoenix. I'm on it's it. All about still riding it. Still right. riding the Phoenix. Well, you enjoy riding that Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> I think they got it all right. right. Jaden Daniels, the Heisman winner. Congratulations to Jaden. Too bad, Michael. You play damn good. You definitely turned it on when big games were on. But Jaden Daniels was the man. Let's move on, man. It's Big Ten roundup time. Time to talk a little. Big Ten, because we are the Big Ten backers, baby. And let's talk about some of these awards. Aren't we supposed to be making that money first? (laughs) Oh, yeah, let's make some money. We'll get a little Let's make that money, bro. Don't forget that. You know, we got to pay some bills. Got to pay some bills. We traveled a lot, man. 16 games. We've been all these stadiums, what, 16 games this season? Time to get some of that money back. Yum, yum, get you some. Yum, yum, get you some. Yum, yum, get you some. 
Special Seasoning, food's favorite flavor. Yum, yum, get you some. I'm Joe Burrito, your favorite burrito. Whoa, whoa. Joe, hey. we all know you're the best. What? You can always do better. Try the new Dano's Hot Chipotle. Hey. Ooh, that's spicy. Yum, yum. Yum, yum, get you some. Yum, yum. And now man. I want a burrito. Now I do want a burrito. Get spicy in those comments, <laughs> man. Hit us in the comments. Let's go. Make them spicy. Who do you think should have deserved that Heisman? Was it Michael Penix or was it Jaden Daniels? Hit us up and let us know. But we're going to move on to the Big Ten Roundup Awards Edition. And you talked about Michael Penix. He won the Maxwell Award for Best Player. Obviously, he plays for Washington, and he's going to continue his season. In the and the word, the word that Hunter can't pronounce, Hunter from the College Football Dogs, that's our partner, kind of helping us get this show going. The Bolitnikoff Award went to Marvin Harrison Jr., baby. The best wide that. receiver in the country. And he, he was damn good. I think that was probably a bit of a stretch as far as the stats this year. But yeah, he took, he's still the most talented wide receiver. He did more with football. less receptions than anyone else. This is true. We had the Ted Hendricks and Lombardi and Lombardi Award for best lineman and best defensive end. Lau Atu Latu from UCLA. That guy was an absolute monster this year at defensive end. Hey, look at these awards for all those boys out west that are coming to the Big Ten, man. They they put the Big Ten to shame. Yeah, they did. I mean, they had some good teams and they had some great players. So the Remington Award, the best center, Jackson Powers Johnson from Oregon. Another one from out west. Bringing it home. Well, I'm going to bring it back to the Midwest. And I'm going to talk about... Bring it back to the corn. Best punter. Punting is winning, baby. We got Tory Taylor of Iowa. Best punter in college football this year, baby. We should have brought that interview in for that. Punning is winning. That guy <laughs> at, at Wrigley Field, right? When you interviewed him? Yes, sir. Right there. All right. William V. Campbell. Top scholar athlete. None other than another Big Ten West team. Bo Nix from Oregon. He's a smart dude. Who knew? Yeah, who knew? Who knew? He's, He's been in school for like though. 10 years. So This is true. It was like, what, his seventh year? Seventh yeah, year. He knew all the football. answers already. <laughs> we had coach of the year, though, for the Washington head coach, Kalen DeBoer. Man, that fourth down call against Washington State will be my favorite play probably this year. Oh, wow, yeah. was that ballsy? Was it gutsy? Got his team to win. Left his offense on the field to run out the clock. Man, he has done a hell of a job at Washington. He's coming to the Big Ten next year. I wonder to see where he ranks with all these Big Ten coaches, man. Yeah. And the Broyles Award, the top assistant, Phil Parker from Iowa. Man, Iowa's on there twice. Look he deserves Iowa. it, man. I think that's the best defense in the country. They have to be. There's zero offense. And they're, oh, they're still up there producing. Absolutely the best defense. They're hung out to dry. How many freaking times are they – pin because their offense can't move how many times were they on the field getting exhausted on the field we got another traditional what's the opposite of what's the opposite of playing complimentary football iowa (laughs) that it is man iowa's offense was atrocious they're obviously moving on from their offensive coordinator but let's talk about the ronnie lot impact trophy 
for the most outstanding defensive player, you had linebacker Junior Colson from the University of Michigan. We're going to play some highlights, man. Let's get some highlights on here of some of these Big Ten or future Big Ten players. Well, maybe not future, but their teams are coming to the Big Ten. We're going to start off with Michael Penix here. We got this yeah. set up a little bit just so we can get a little more highlights here. And this guy has been falling out. The man. Man, we saw him play in Michigan State, and it was awesome. I wish we would have got to see him another couple times, but next year we won't see him. We'll see someone else. Yeah, who's gonna be that? Who's gonna be that quarterback in Washington next year? Oh, we're gonna talk about that at transfer portal. Don't worry about it. Let's enjoy these highlights for a moment, man. Like he came alive against Oregon every time, man. Yeah, he did. Back to Marvin Harrison, baby. I was there for that. Mm-hmm. Like how bad would they beat this year if they didn't have Marvin Harrison? Like that was a bad Penn State by himself. Oh man, we gotta do jump around with this game. Yeah. I'll never forget that man. Oh, jump around. Was that jump cool. around was awesome. That interception you had, that was nuts. Damn. Look at him blow off that line. Watch him, watch him here at the end when they play the USC. You're going to see him blow up Caleb Williams. I saw it. I was there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you were there for that game. That's right. You know he's going to be a first-round pick. There it is. Boom. I was right down there, too. Well, Bo Nix action now. Got to give these boys some credit, man. Yeah, congratulations to all these guys. Big time Can't believe college football season's over. Big-time trophies, big-time awards. It's crazy. Crazy that he couldn't get a win against Washington. Though, man. Like he played balled out all year. And oh, yeah. You know, they should have had that first game. They should have. A couple bad coach calls kind of cost them that game. They totally lit up USC. We're going to move on, though. We're going to talk about the coaching football carousel, Big Ten style. What you got for me, Beeb, on this one? Man, Kurt Signetti, that was a hire. I mean, huge for Indiana. Huge. Now we know what the Hoosiers are. Huge. Actually, no, we don't. I don't know what a fucking Hoosier is. It means someone that goes to Indiana. That's all we know about it. But man, did they bring out the wallet. They had to have brought out the wallet. I mean, we had comments from people on College Football Dogs in that network saying how much better of a job JMU or JMU uh, was. Oh, I say JMU, James Madison University. That's where he came from. And he's been all around. I mean, everywhere he's been, he's been a winner. JMU was uh, 
11 and one this year. I mean, and they had college game day at their school three times. And when we talked about that, they were like Indiana. How many times has college game day been to Indiana? And honestly, I wasn't sure they'd ever been there. They were August 30th, 2017. First game of the year was the only trip that I know of that game day has been to Bloomington. But man, what a coaching year he had. The Sunbelt Coach of the Year. He's not going to be coaching in the Armed Forces Bowl. But he better be headed to Bloomington right away after the speech that he gave. Man, play that video. All right, let's play this speech, man. They were fired up. Man, this is Indiana football being fired up, by the way. At a basketball game. Of course, why Mm-mm-mm. I've never taken a back seat to anybody and don't plan on starting now. We don't sit in the back seat, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Called out, Called out the big dogs. Yeah. I love it. Man, I love it, is, but he better he, he better back it up ready. quick. He better back it up quick, man, because he just called out the big dogs in the conference. And I think he's got what it takes to call out the big dogs. I mean, he wins right away everywhere he's been. Been a lot of smaller schools as head coach, but he's turned them around year one. Yeah, he's, uh, he's coached people like Phillip Rivers at North uh, NC State and Julio Jones at Bama and won everywhere he's been, like I said. So this is going to be a big, big coaching hire for Indiana. But man, did he start off on fire? Let's talk I about mean, Michigan State. Fire. Man. Michigan, Michigan State, State hires Jonathan Smith, man. Talk to me about Jonathan Smith. I mean, Jonathan Jonathan Smith leaving his alma mater, Oregon State, that has got to be a difficult decision. And it's got to be one made based on the moolah. I mean, they had to be they had some money though, right? Mel Tucker leaving that 80 million behind. They're like, Hey, you know what? We can back up a truck. We got it back. So it's ready. The Brinks is ready to give it to Jonathan. That's got to be a little bittersweet though, man. You leave the beavers leaving a beaver anyway, has got to be hard. But when you leave your alma mater for another school, when they're already in a hole, I mean, their conference exploded. I mean, it's down to two. And then he takes the quarterback with him on top of that. Just fucking killing his alma mater. I mean, but this guy's good. He he takes dumpster fires everywhere he's been. And guess what Michigan State is? A dumpster fire. So he needs to turn it around quick. Last year, he brought the Beavers to just their third ever 10-win season. 2022. This year, they were 8-4. and four. What do you think about it, man? What do you think, AJ? I had to be a hard decision to make, man. Like, leaving your alma mater. But you got to think about Kurt career progression you got to think about that money for your family for the rest of your life you got the state of the pac 12 right now obviously they're a two-team conference for now who knows what they're gonna do it's probably a they're good the mountain west jump let's be honest yeah it's, it's definitely gonna be a mountain west with a pac 12 title that's literally what it's gonna be i don't blame at all for making this move i know it had to be emotional i know it had to be hard especially just involved with the players, the coaches. 
I mean, there's a lot of different things that go on there. But, I mean, I'm proud of the Big Ten. How about the Big Ten, yeah. man? They're finally yeah. taking that money at these smaller schools and investing it back in football. It's about damn time that we take some SEC-type priority when it comes to freaking coaching hires. I'm so freaking yeah. excited, man. Like, Indiana hired a big-time coach. Michigan State hired a big-time coach. We've seen other teams like Wisconsin load up on big-time coaches. It's about mm-hmm. damn time. Now, now they need to spend some money on recruiting. That's what I was about Let's to go. say. Recruiting hit those planes, hit those cars, hit those trains. Of Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State is sad. Absolutely Let's go. sad. Hire the coaches, get a recruiting budget, and actually go get some talent, man. The SC- outside of the Big Three and the Big Ten, it's been sad. Obviously, with Oregon, Washington, and USC coming, I think that's going to change. I'm not UCLA is not the best recruiting budget school, but y'all are about to make some money. Spend that freaking money on coaches. Spend that freaking money on recruiting budgets. Get you some talent. I'm tired and tired, 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 tired of the freaking Big Ten West style of freaking recruiting budgets and coaches. Like, come on, man. Freaking excited. Iowa. Pumped. I mean, Iowa's got a good coach. I won't knock them for their coach, but their recruiting budget is freaking hilariously small. Uh, they need an offensive they coordinator. Paid, man. If, they, if they just shell out some money to get an awesome offensive coordinator, I mean, they got the defense. Let's go. Get some players. Right. Get a coordinator. Sorry. We I, talked about I the ends. Let's talk about the outs. Manny Diaz got picked up to be the head coach of Duke. In the graphic there, huge loss to Penn State, man. What do you got about that? I mean, it was bound to happen. Like we talked about before, when we talked to Manny Diaz, it was quick, business-like, and he wanted to be out of Penn State. You could just feel it. You could sense it. It was beneath him. He needed to be that head coach. He's headed back to the ACC where his foundation is. His dad was the mayor of Miami and probably pulled some strings to get him as a GA to start with. Got fired by Miami. Got fired by Mac Brown as a defensive coordinator of Texas. So guess what? He can get back at both those people and show them that he was there and meant to be there. They just made the wrong choice. Didn't give him enough time. He can beat Miami every year, and he can beat Mac Brown every year. His rival that's at North Carolina, he's at Duke. They get to play every year, and guess what? He's able to talk that shit if he beats him. Yeah, my only thoughts on this is... Mac Brown's going to choke a bitch, too. Why Manny Diaz for Duke? I I thought they were going to go Jim weird. Knowles. Jim Knowles was another candidate for this position. He has ties with Duke. I think he did a little bit better job and has a little bit better career every defensive coordinator, so I was a little bit surprised there. I thought Jim Knowles, but all Ohio State fans are going, whoo, I want to keep that Jim Knowles. But, man, congratulations to Manny Diaz. He gets another shot at a head coach. He's obviously talented, obviously worth it. Uh Hurts for Penn State, man. Like they're losing their OC, losing their DC. OC on a good term because they wanted him gone. But Manny Diaz, man, that that one really, really hurts. But let's hit the comments, man. We got a couple more comments we're going to talk about. We're going to hit them out there every segment. But uh, TJ TJ Chapman says, What's up, Big Ten backers? What's up, TJ? Make sure y'all are the man. 10 yards. TJ's always supportive. He's awesome. Awesome guy. guy. If you're looking for some Tennessee football, you're looking for some SEC love, check 10 yards and out. Bring an awesome dude. He talks about how he likes the idea of regulation with the Mountain West Conference, which is good. I mean, I don't think they have a choice. There's not much of a choice there (laughs) at all. TJ's right. And then he also says the Big Ten West, boring fucking offense. And we agree, man. Like, they need to step it up in the Big Ten West. I'm glad the divisions are going away. We don't really have to worry about it going further. Thank God. 
But TJ it almost makes sense now. There. Big Ten West Division would be smart now. Steven Tuma, he says the Big Ten defense all around is going to be good next year. The Big Ten plays some defense. Yeah, and it was good this year. I mean, they had three in the top five, right? Maybe four, three. Yeah, yeah. You had Ohio, Ohio State, State, Michigan, State and Iowa. Man, all played. Yeah, four defense. Stevens absolutely right. They're going to continue that tradition in the Big Ten. Defense is king, especially out west. They just need to get some offense to go with it. Like you imagine Iowa with a halfway decent offense. Good average Lord, man, average offense. They would be absolutely damn good team. Dangerous. All right, we're gonna. We're going to hit a little commercial here again. We're going to pay some more bills, and then we're going to come back. We're going to talk about the transfer portal. Let's, let's hit up that portal, baby. Let's hit up that portal. Let's pay some bills. What do we got for them now? We got some Bones Coffee. Sound the alarms. Something monstrously right merry is coming to town. Introducing Bones Coffee's newest batch. Inspired by the giddy ghouls of Disney Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Nice work, Bones Caddy. Rich premium coffee infused with frighteningly festive flavors. The Pumpkin King. Santa Jack. Frog's Breath. Rough Weather. And Mudslide Boogie. Can't make decisions by yourself? Order them all. Bones also makes a perfectly marvelous gift for everyone on your nice list. And your naughty list. <laughs> Click the link to get these hauntingly holly jolly flavors delivered right to your door. And it's not just for holidays. Bones has coffee concoctions for all 365 days of the year. Bones Coffee and Disney Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. It's terrifyingly tasty. This year, Bones Coffee will be yours! Let's get that Bones Coffee, baby. Let's talk about the transfer portal. We're going to hit the Big Ten first. Purdue and Minnesota right now are currently in the top ten for transfer portal additions. Wow, man. That's kind of crazy. But let's talk about some of the big dogs, man. Oregon adds... Number eight, quarterback, Dylan Gabriel. Man, is this a big addition? I think Oregon could be the favorite in the Big Ten. The only piece I think they were missing was a quarterback, and they grabbed a big one. And they have a lot of young players coming back, too. I mean, they had a lot of freshmen, sophomores, and juniors on their two deep. And he's committed. A lot of guys with a lot of playing time. Yeah. He's there. Yeah. We also had... For Wisconsin, man. They kind of turned it up today. They landed the number four linebacker, Leon Lowry, the number six defensive end, John Pius, and then the number 12 quarterback just today committed to Wisconsin, Tyler Van Dyke. How about Luke Fickle, man? Grabbing himself a talented quarterback with lots of experience, loading up on the defense. I'm excited for my Badgers. Wow, some huge pickups. But they got three transfer quarterbacks last year, didn't they? And Tanner Mordecai played okay. I mean, outside of he, he yeah. missed a few games. I was a huge Tanner Mordecai fan. The way I seen him kind of lead that team from the sidelines and yell at his offensive line, trying to get them pumped up and ready to go. Oh, I was yeah. a huge Tanner fan, man. Talk to me about I don't you. know. I don't know about Tyler Van Dyke, though. I don't know if he's a great quarterback or not. Time will tell. We'll see. But uh, UNC, all right, or USC, um, they got – 
the number five D tackle, Nate Clifton, a team that was struggling mightily on defense, had to get rid of their defensive quarter, got a massive DT. And those are needed everywhere around the country. I mean, you don't just pull those off trees. You know what I mean? I mean, those bad boys are king when it comes to college football. If you can get a massive D tackle to take up space, linebackers can fill the holes and make the plays. So talent and depth right there is hard to find. Huge fill. Hopefully, they pull a little bit more on the defensive side and bring them in. Because, man, that defense was atrocious last year. Oh, it was bad. And And I think Riley has to make some changes, too. I mean, give his defense a little bit of a break. He made a speech about trying to trying to change the culture culture and be more Pump of a breaks a little bit. Yeah. yeah. He's trying. He's trying. It's easier said than done for sure. But man, not to be outdone, PJ Fleck grabbed the number 13 quarterback, Max Brosmer. He committed. He's in the transfer portal class. That's all we got for the commitments. Let's hit some comments and we'll talk about some of the guys who are crystal ball to land within the big 10. We got a little, uh, the one question you have to ask about the Big Ten defenses is that product of bad offenses. I think the bad offenses actually hurts those good defenses. I think the stats-wise, yes, but I think as far as actual play on the field, the bad offenses hurt the defense. But I think TJ's on to something. If you're playing against bad offense, you're obviously going to have better defensive stats. So I do agree somewhat with TJ, but also – Tomato, tomato. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see way, in the bowl season, see that I guess, maybe. But imagine if Iowa had a rested defense from time to time. Jamie the Duck, our yeah. boy, says, go Ducks. We miss you, Jamie. I know you're busy today. We miss you, man. And then TJ says, I was surprised to see TVD go to whiskey. I think Crystal Ball ruined him. Hope he does well with the Badgers. I agree with that. I think he's super talented. He needs the right coach. Hopefully the Luke, Luke Fickle's the right man. Hopefully he's the right dude that can bring out that air raid offense. But let's get into those big balls Christmas list. All these folks that are crystal ball to come to these schools. We got the number one QB out of a transfer portal. Aiden that one's happening. Michigan State. He's 100% crystal ball to Michigan State. Looks like he's following his coach. He's from Oregon State. Man, that's a big get. It's a big gift yep. for them Spartans. Hey, these quarterbacks all around going to the Big Ten. Number 10 quarterback, Will Rogers, heading to Washington. Tell me what you know about Will Rogers. Will Rogers, man. He is the leading passer in SEC, leaving potentially the SEC to go to Washington to hopefully get a little bit more developed. Michigan or Mississippi State has been a little bit of a downfall, so I guess maybe he's jumping ship, maybe to get a little bit better quarterback development, maybe get a better team that can put him in a better position to maybe play for some awards and different things like that. But big, big get for Washington. Obviously, with Michael Penix, they got some shoes to fill. Will Waters is really experienced, bring a lot of talent, and starts to, the, to that offense. All right. This Honda is missing a muffler, but it's heading out to Nebraska, apparently. Number nine quarterback, Kyle McCord from Ohio State. 100% crystal ball to Nebraska. Also, Julian Fleming, which was a five-star wide receiver out of high school in Pennsylvania. He's supposed to be heading there, too. 
And man, Kyle, then Dylan, two five-star quarterbacks. Matt Rule is bringing it in, man. Let's see if they both stick it out. I don't see McCord, if he's really worried about playing time, if he's really worried about competition, I don't see him joining another quarterback somewhere, another five-star quarterback. So I look for that to change. But we'll see. I mean, yeah, and then Washington, not only did they add a quarterback, they ever they got crystal balls for the number six wide receiver, Tobias Merriweather. He's supposedly crystal ball to Washington. They're not trying to load it, just quarterback, but wide receiver too. And if you're a wide receiver, why wouldn't you go there after the year that they had? And doomsday, man. Woo, boy. Talk with me the about the last crystal ball we got in here. All right, Jashan Barham from Michigan, or to Michigan from Maryland. Lots of excitement around him. Uh, we'll see what happens. Does he go there? I mean, a lot of this is just rumor mill right now, and Michigan needs to replace a lot off their defense. I mean, everyone's leaving. A lot of guys going to the NFL, so they need to grab those people. They need to grab the defensive linemen. They need to grab the defensive linebackers. They need to replace a lot of their defense, so they need to get those crystal balls rolling and, and hang on to those guys, but we'll see. I mean, a lot of moves to be made for these guys after bowl season, after playoffs. So it's hard to tell a little bit with these playoff teams what's going to happen because those moves are going to happen later on. Yeah, no doubt. We'll get one more little segment here, then we'll hit these comments. We're talking about the people who are the big outs, people leaving the Big Ten. You got number two, the number two running back, Raleigh Brown, leaving USC. Number four wide receiver, Deion Burks from Purdue, committed to Oklahoma. Big time wide receiver leaving Purdue. That's that, that hurts for Purdue. Sucks for Purdue. Yeah. Then obviously we talked about Fleming earlier. He's not crystal ball anywhere. Kind of surprised he left Ohio State. He had a chance to be the number one or number two wide receiver. Yeah. Kind of curious where he's going to end up. A lot of people are thinking he's going to follow. Or we shall. Makes me think the rumors of Marv staying around might be true. Yeah. Same. Same. Why does he leave? I mean, he has a chance. And it might just be that those young guns are studs and they're going to talk to me about Dante Moore leaving UCLA. Dante Moore. I think it's all but a done deal that he's heading to Michigan. Once again, those, those teams in the playoffs, they might have a little bit more wait and see approach to see what else is coming in before people actually make those moves there. So I'm pretty sure all the sources are saying that's where he's heading, heading back home. I believe he's from Detroit. So He'll be back in the maize and blue, I'm sure. I'm hearing that he still has a lot of interest in Oregon, that he may not mind sitting a year and kind of getting developed before he makes his starting role. So he made that visit, so it's always possible. It is possible. That would be kind of crazy for them to add two massive QBs out of the portal. We had one. Who's more. this we, next guy? We had the number five cornerback. Not sure how to say his name. Trick Weezy Bridges out of Oregon. I guess he has to be searching for some playing time because you know they got bags. You know they got money. Not exactly sure why he's in the portal, but still a kind of a big loss for them. But you know what? We're going to turn it up. We're going to start hitting uh, some comments here, and then we're going to trim the landscape and talk about other, other things outside of the Big Ten. We got Landon Evans. He's saying, go Penn State. 
All right. Go Penn State. We are? We are. <laughs> and then Penn TJ State. hit us again. I heard a few people here in Pittsburgh that McCord may look at Pitt, which surprised me. I have heard that, but I think uh, that visit in Nebraska went really, really, really well. But I can see him landing that Pitt for sure. All right, let's, uh, it's time to hit the landscape, maybe. We're going to take a look at the landscape of college football. We're going to do this awards edition. We're going to talk about some of those other folks who won some awards. We already talked about Jaden Daniels. But talk to me about some other hardware he took home. Walter Camp, player of the year. Davey O'Brien, top quarterback. Johnny Unitas, golden arm, top quarterback. Jalen Daniels was getting everything, man. He's got awards after awards after awards, stacking up the shelves. Oh, he is. And then we have the Doak Walker. Doak Walker. Ollie Gordon from Oklahoma State. Man, he balled out, didn't he? This one is a no-brainer. The John Mackey Best Tight End Award. Who else does it go to other than Brock Bowers from Georgia? Then we have the Outland Trophy. The best interior offensive lineman in college football. T. Vondre. From Texas. Chuck Benarek, the defensive player of the year, linebacker, Peyton Wilson from NC State. I look out a little Mac action for you for the Lou. Graham Nicholson from Miami, Ohio. Red Hawks. Paul Horning, most versatile player, most versatile player, quarter cornerback, wide receiver. Travis Hunter of Colorado. Obviously, he's playing both ways. That's as versatile as it gets. He deserves it and can't wait to watch him next year, man. With an offensive line, with a defense, they're going to be awesome. I I mean, they're pulling in lineman after lineman after lineman, it seems. Then we have the Werfel Trophy for the top community service. Wide receiver, Lad McConkey, Georgia strikes again. Good community service, man. I'm proud of you. That's some good stuff. And then contributions award. Man, this one's a tough one. Mike Leach, man. Just the fact that he's gone, uh, honoring him is a cool thing to do. The pirate himself. Yeah, rest in peace, man. I love watching his post-game interviews. Those videos are timeless, man. They are. Absolutely one of the greatest listens in college football. Obviously, what he's done for college football, the offense that he used to change college football. Absolutely amazing. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Mike Leach, man. Can't believe we're not going to get another fun and crazy interview from you. Well, it's time, man. Let's hit those. uh, Let's hit those AJ and B best quickies. Non big 10 transfer portal news. Hey, I talked about that offensive line that Colorado picked up. Not only did they get a five-star number one player in the nation, but they picked up two top five interior linemen, number one guard Tyler Johnson and guard Justin Mayers. We had the That's number- what they needed. I mean, how many times did Sador get sacked? Offensive line. Offensive line. Get it to him. Get it and, done. He might be winning Heisman next priority. year. Deion is definitely sure. making the line a priority. You're talking about Absolutely. three big-time guys he's bringing in for next year already. Cam Ward, the number three quarterback in the transfer portal. Nobody really knows where he's going, 
but this would be a big time get for any program. I heard Ohio State's not really pursuing him the way some people feel like they should, but man, mm-hmm. where's he gonna land? Woo, big guy. Spots are filling up quick, so I don't I don't really know. Who needs who else needs a starting quarterback? Someone tell us in the comments. Anybody needs a starting quarterback like this. For sure. All right. Speaking of starting quarterbacks, number four in the transfer portal, Riley Leonard from Duke, committed to Notre Dame today. Man, Notre Dame is getting those transfer quarterbacks. They grab another one out of the ACC, and they're going to be lighting it on fire. I I hope they know what to do with it this time around because, man, it looked like they had all the pieces to start the year this year with Hartman. But Riley Leonard's a dog, man. Did you see how many times he tried to go back out on that sprained ankle before he, he was did, like, yo, man. you need to sit, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's a fighter. To me, though, man, is the ACC becoming a farm system for Notre Dame? Jesus, man. <laughs> it looks <laughs> like, like good it. Lord. <laughs> like, get started in the ACC. Come talk to us when you start getting going, then we'll bring you to Notre Dame. That's our farm system. Go down there and learn how to play. But, man, number one running back, Trevor Etienne. Man, would I love to see this guy end up in Big Ten country. I don't think he will, but man, is he a baller. There's talk about Ohio State looking at him. I know he's coming that up. That would for be nice. Ooh, but that damn. would be nice to see in the scarlet and gray. I wouldn't mind it. But there's word that Travion Henderson's sticking around. So is there a one-two punch there? I don't think so. That would be a nice one. Speak. Speaking, it would be speaking of running backs, Raheem Sanders, not related to Dion, although it'd be cool if he was leaving Arkansas. Who knows where he's going? I don't have any idea where he's going. I haven't heard any news on that. Yeah, same. But the rich get richer. The number one wide receiver, Landon Humphreys from Vanderbilt, is projected massive to go to the dogs how many people can you lose like this at vanderbilt you know the talent done doesn't run deep like this guy man that's a huge loss huge pickup for georgia i hear their scoreboard entered the transfer portal too <laughs> i don't even know if it existed to enter it <laughs> oh man uh is this the guy that was doing all, all those kick returns mm-hmm. oh man he was flashing i, I remember seeing one of those highlights and we were like man that is transfer portal waiting to happen get the hell out of vanderbilt you get on to a real team done. all right number one corner neelan green from georgia getting the hell out of there a little surprising yeah well you know he's looking to play i won't let you tackle this next name Woo. number one dn Princely, I mean, you didn't give me any forewarning on this at all. <laughs> Umen Milan from Florida is crystal balled to Ole Miss, along with the number two wide receiver, Antoine Wells. Man, that's two huge pickups for the Rebels, man. Hell yeah. Wow. That's wow. You, you, you don't come across big-time defense ends like that too often. All right, what we got last? Oh, we got a few. You got some stuff for us. We got All a right. few. I added, I added another one. We got the you got these defense in. Trey Moore from UTSA is a hundred percent crystal ball to Texas, going right up the street. Play for them Longhorns. Look at that defense. Why wouldn't you want to join that team? They're in the playoffs. But the big guy, 
the big guy, the number one player in the transfer portal, the defense alignment out of Texas A&M, Walter Nolan. Every team, everybody better get that pocketbook out and prepare to write some checks. If you want this big man, you better write, be able to write a big check. Well, you know he wants that big check because he mm-hmm. went to Texas A&M. And that's how they were getting all these defensive linemen, man. They had like three or four or five stars on one defensive line. Man, this dude is—he's going to go somewhere big. Game changer. You want to you want to improve your rushing defense? Add yeah. Nolan. I'm I'm assuming he awesome. goes to Georgia, Ohio State, or at Bama. One of those two schools. You know, this would be a good pickup for USC to go along with their other one. We got it's a good pickup for anyone. Hell, <laughs> I wonder where he lands. <laughs> yeah, we got one more question. We're gonna ask one question, guys. If you could answer this, yes. He asks, which four teams do you believe least belong in the Big Ten? Ooh, that's a Ooh, that's, that's a, a tough one, man. That's a loaded question. All right, Ooh, you go first, out, and then man. I'll name one. You get you got first dibs. Mm, man. I'm going to go with Northwestern just because I don't know how I feel about Northwestern, man. I know they've actually done good. So I like the little engine that could Northwestern's my first pick. I got to get some of those new teams out. Take Maryland out. Get them out of here. I'll I raise mean, you your Maryland. The Terps do need to go. I'll raise you the, the Knights from Rutgers. Rutgers. I mean, it, I guess nothing really is a fit anymore in the Big Ten. If we're going to take Florida, if we're going to take West Coast schools, uh, but if we're just picking random schools, you want to pick the the low ball, the low hanging fruit. Where do we go next? Um, almost Illinois, maybe uh, Minnesota. I'm tired of Minnesota. Let's get them out of yeah, here. So it's either down to Minnesota, Illinois, or Indiana for me. Yeah. Or, yeah, and Purdue. I mean, they're good at basketball. Illinois has got the basketball teams. Purdue's got the basketball teams. Iowa, every now and then, has the basketball teams. So let's and, and Minnesota hasn't been good at much lately, so let's get Minnesota out of here. Flat coin. See you later. So we got yeah. Northwestern, Worthless. Maryland, Rutgers, and Minnesota. That's what we're going yeah. with? Man. Yeah. I guess it's not... They don't least belong. It's just... The most optimal to get rid of. Dominic says Nebraska. I want to keep. Nah, I love that Nebraska. Love Nebraska. That tradition. fan base, man. Yeah. I ain't getting that rid of that fan base. Is too base. good. Yeah. I'll, oh, man, the team has been a disappointment since they joined the Big Ten. But that fan base, you can't beat it, man. I think they, and, they've been a disappointment since they got rid of Bo Pelini. They yeah. just fired the wrong coach. Little Homer take. Have never been able to make up for it. Little homer take, but Wisconsin and Nebraska, two best fan bases in co- in the Big Ten by far. Nebraska and Wisconsin probably compete for college football. He says, "Yes, Maryland is out." We completely agree. And then he also says he agrees on the Northwestern side of things. Northwestern's a little hard though, man, because they—that's tough. Like they're always a little—they're sneaky. They're, they're sneaky. sneaky, man. One one bad terrible year, then the next year they're competing for the West, like. Well, that ain't happening no more. <laughs> They're not going to backdoor their way into a conference championship game. No, no more. No. But, yeah, that's not happening anymore. We got Hottie Hit it was with another one. Where do you see Michigan State? Top third 
or middle third in terms of culturally, academically, and athletically in the Big Ten. Wow. Damn. He's hitting some. He's going deep. (laughs) Man, dude. Come on. Uh, I guess we got to start at the beginning. Culturally, they're they're in there in the Big Ten. I mean, they're uh, a Great Lakes state, number one. Uh, they have a good basketball school. They have a up-and-down football school, which has been better as of late, other than this year, obviously. So culturally, I think they fit right in there. Academically, I mean, I don't know off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure it's not too difficult to get in. Um, I don't really know. But I think that they are middle of the road. They're middle of the road. It's like Big Ten team. They're going to be a little bit better than your Rutgers, your Maryland, your Nebraska, as far as academics go. So I think they fit and I, academically. And I think if you if you if you kind of combine cultural with academic, we already got the athletic kind of covered. So um, they're upper middle tier, maybe second tier as far as athletically. Yeah, culturally though. With the Mel Tucker issue, Dominic's going to touch on. We got to have something to make fun of, man. <laughs> he says they got some cultural things to fix on the HR side, no doubt, no doubt. Well, sexual scandals are just part of the Big Ten now, so I guess they fit right in. <laughs> True story, beef. True story. But he's not he's not wrong there. They definitely got some things to fix in the HR department. Oh, for sure, that's, that's a nightmare. nightmare. And he's not even the only one. Just How many it. tucks could a Tucker Tucker tuck if Tucker Tucker was tucking? Too many tucks. That is the question. You answered <laughs> me that. And then Troy says he's got an ear out for us. Oh. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you, Troy. Appreciate you, man. I appreciate all of the comments. Man. Sob man, he hit us with those real questions, man. Way to get deep, man. I like those. I appreciate it. Hell yeah. That made me think a little bit. Yeah, me too. That was awesome. That was impressive. I I I was glad with those questions. Yeah, me too. Dominic seemed like he was uh, impressed with those questions. For sure. Keep those coming. You got to come back, man. We need you in the questions. Yeah, man. Keep hitting us, Sob man. Those were those were great questions. Sob's the man. Sob, who's your team? Michigan State. Must be Michigan. Yeah, come on. Before we get out of here, we got to find out who his team is, man. Or hopefully he's still listening. Hopefully he comments. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Let's go, man. (laughs) Come on, you asked us a hard question. You got to respond quick, bro. You got to respond quick. Hey, one thing that we need to talk about: the Ohio State assistant coach that got held at gunpoint, robbed at Glenville Academy. That's a good point. Carjacked, man apparently he was held at gunpoint and this just doesn't happen on the recruiting trail because you're going into sometimes these bad areas east side of cleveland is considered a bad area but 10 gid rules that town you don't do anything without him telling you what to do and man those guys uh whoo i don't know what's going to happen to them if uh the people of the community are gonna take some action against them But, dude, you do not ruin someone's chance at getting out of the hood. I heard he handled it rather well. He's like, man. That's what I heard, too. I got to see that video. You're not taking my wallet and you're not taking my phone. I'm on a recruiting (laughs) video. I got places to be. (laughs) But 
I heard there's a video of that. I'm going to have to look that up. I never saw the video, but uh, that's pretty impressive. I mean, yeah, how do you get robbed at gunpoint? And you're just like, yo, man, I got business to do. And not only that, I, like, he didn't even, like, he didn't do nothing. He just went to his recruiting visit right after. He's like, I'll deal with my yeah. car later. Yeah. You need to post up, like, I'm here from Ohio State and let people know. <laughs> he should be yeah, the recruiter I, a, of the year, man. Yeah. I'm assuming you he had. Point, you still continue your recruiting visit. Wow. <laughs> Take my car. I don't give a shit. I need my phone <laughs> and I need my wallet. I got to go, boy. Oh, right, yeah. Man, let's get on out of here, Beef. Get us on out of here. Get these Big Ten backers out of here. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate all the awesome questions. Uh, that was that was great. I loved answering those. So, Big Ten backers, join us again. We'll be back Thursday. And hopefully, we will have uh, Matt does Seattle. Or Matt does Vegas. Matt from Seattle does Vegas. Uh, he does our bets with us. It'll be a good show. I appreciate you all. Big Ten backers are out. God bless you all. Yeah, thanks, Dominic. See y'all on the other side. See you on Thursday night, baby. I will see you. Good show, B man. Good show, Big Ten back. Hey man, like you said, you did we well. Love the questions. <laughs>